When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Before we get going with this episode, we need to tell you that we are going to do some live shows over the next couple of weeks. Uh, there are still tickets available for Glasgow on the 8th of September and London on the 10th of September. All the other ones are sold out, but come along. We will not be doing a live podcast episode. We will be doing a fully formed show with uh, Jazz Hands and Pyrotechnics. Anything you want to add it's to that, It's going to be Sam? fucking great. And come on, fucking Glasgow. You're one of the only ones who are not sold out. And everyone, any pop star I've ever interviewed said you're the best fucking crowd in the UK. So come uh, and fucking prove it, yeah? To be fair, we've sold a lot of tickets in Glasgow. It pretty much has nearly sold out. So there's right. only a few left. So get involved. In that case, I apologise. Yeah, you should. Yeah. That's it. TFTM. Um, what was it? What's the fucking website called again? TFTimeMachine.com. TFTimeMachine.com slash live shows. Live show. Something like that. Yeah. You'll fucking find it, you're adults, aren't you? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. They call me Andy Dawson. Ah, look, I can't keep doing that. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. You Je suis Sam <laughs> Delaney. <laughs> Je m'appelle... Je m'appelle Sam Delaney. So what? So what, dickhead? Here I am in my French holiday compound. Bonjour. Ich bin ein Cypriot. Or something like that. I don't know. Uh, here we are. This is a Friday morning episode. You might have already heard the bonus one that we put out yesterday because we just couldn't stop talking about our lovely, lovely holidays. Um, shall we do the football predictions? Because that's kind of something we need to get out of the way before. Let's do it. Let's before do the it. weekend. Because if we get distracted again, we might not get it done in this one either. Will you be trying to watch the football out there? I've been trying to watch land? as much of it as possible. I was going to try and watch Sunderland's match last night. Because last season, the Carabao Cup games were broadcast live for foreign fans on the website. Oh, uh, yeah. Last yeah, night's yeah. match? No. And we beat Burnley 3 1. 3 1. See that? Hell, what yeah. a result. Exactly. And That's it an was incredible our, result. And it was our second string that we put out. And did Burnley put out a decent team? They put their second string out as well, but even so, Burnley's so, yeah, second string enough. versus ours. Fucking hell, that's one of the best results you've had in years, mate. Glorious. Good times. Yeah. But yeah, couldn't I managed it. to watch I managed to watch the whole of West Ham versus Newport with a perfect stream. Brilliant. Here in my hotel room in France what on Tuesday night. It was pro- it was a fucking that's living all right moment. Yeah. Right? Everyone else was still out because after dinner when people have start you know, my brother's drinking the drinking gets fucking serious, Heavily. right? Yeah. I come home, put Len to bed, and then I have a little bit of me time in an air conditioned nice. room. Right? <laughs> it's fucking great. And usually I read. But this time I got put I thought, well, maybe I'll be able to catch a bit of the West Ham Newport game. Not mm. a bit, mate. Fucking got the whole cool stream thing. sat there watching us win 2-0. It was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, that's Sean Newport, hasn't it? 
<laughs> we handed them their arse. <laughs> no, but there's lots of football yeah. in this weekend. I've got the Sky Sports app. That works abroad. I don't know if that's what you were watching that's it, it on. But... Oh, I, I have yeah. got that, but I assumed for some reason that it wouldn't work abroad. No, I thought if rights got... issues would mean you wouldn't be yeah. able to allow... To... Oh, that's no. great. If you've got Sky Go or whatever it's called, yeah, that works abroad. Oh, um, right. oh I'm fucking laughing then. Sorted. Anyway, the uh, random fixture generator has chosen five matches yeah. from this weekend for us to predict. The blob. Uh, are you going to go for the high press again? Do you want to go first on this one? Well, what do you fucking think, mate? It's bloody paid off so far, whoa, isn't it? Whoa. Not to get arrogant, All right. but... All right. Chill out. Here we go. First one, yeah. then. Are you ready? Crystal yeah. Palace versus Aston Villa. Well man. Fucking hell. I'm going to go for 2-0 uh, Palace. I'll go first on this one, if you like, and it's Leicester yeah. versus Bournemouth, and I think that will be a 2-1 win for Leicester. You can go now. Leicester versus Bournemouth. 2-0. 2-0 results but of course for all of these sticks with 1-0 uh, your turn first this time here it comes Burnley versus Liverpool 0-2 nil 0-2 two. Nil two. I'm going to go 1-2 I'll go first this one Manchester City versus Brighton 3-0 Manchester City versus Brighton 4-0 you're beginning to sound a bit like results, but it's unnerving. I am, yeah. I just realised like, that. So I better so calm a, myself down a bit. It's like a pincer movement against me. And finally, mm. uh, you can go first this time. It is Chelsea versus Sheffield United. 2-1. Two, 2-1. One. Two, one. I'm going to go 2-0. There we are. The predictions have been... Locked in. There we are. We'll uh, see. Do you want to predict some... Points. Because we used to do talking points, we forgot to do it this season when we look yeah. back at the weekend. So we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll try to remember to do that on Monday's show. But what people don't do, because I've noticed with football now, with the football industry, mm. it is you know, an industry, which isn't is, it? Yes. you know, the, the actual football itself is such a small part of football now, isn't it? Mm. I mean, like the games, that's like five percent, and ninety-five percent is the shit that goes on around the game, and mainly, yeah. The talking, 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 talking. So I think that we should start predicting the talking points, not in a formalised, competitive way, but mm. quite specific. I would like to hear your... Like, for instance, I think there will be um, a, a VAR decision that goes the way of Newcastle in Newcastle mm. versus Watford. Right. I think that they will have a goal... Disallowed. Watford will have a goal disallowed due to VAR, okay. right, on a marginal offside. But then I think in the second half, Newcastle will score, and their player is heavily looking suspiciously offside. But VAR is not used, and just, I think that will be a major talking point. Yeah, I've just realised that if we're trying to predict talking points, the vast majority of the talking points are going to revolve around VAR. Aren't yeah. they? Because there's very little that will happen that can't be looked at with far. I think, as I the, understand um, it, I don't fully understand how it works. No, I don't but, care, um, mate. I, I, I couldn't tell you how disinterested I am in VAR. Mm. I mean, I'm just I couldn't give a fuck about it. Um, I, I like. I suppose I, I was in when when Brighton had a goal disallowed against West Ham because of VAR. 
I, I wouldn't say I was interested, but I was happy. Uh, yeah. But on the whole, yeah, I'm not really interested at all. Um, but yeah, VAR I think is a gift to the footballing commentariat, as yeah. I call it, because podcasters like ourselves, the people on the radio stations, the people on Sky TV and the BBC, all these fuckers with blogs, the people writing on the websites. At the end of the day, right, you have got to fucking fill airtime, column inches, yeah. all week, all season long. How can you possibly well, do that, right? They, they do. I mean, we don't because you've got stories about your brother Cass drinking to come later on, yeah. which is great. Yeah. They don't have that. Yeah. But um, I, I don't know how they we do. We have loads. We could fill a whole fucking podcast just about cats that we've yeah. encountered. Big-eyed cats. My, yeah. my prediction of a talking point is that there will be... Um, a, a shock move before the close of the European transfer window, which I think okay. is the 2nd of September. Is it Monday? I think there'll be right. an incredibly shock move. It might inf- include a Premier League player. I don't know, but I yes. think there'll be something that's going to come out of the blue that no one's expected. Um, what, like a Real Madrid or someone coming like in for someone unexpectedly? Coming in from someone at a Premier League team. Well, I think, you know, there's a couple of players who were expected to move on but haven't. And I think that, you know, you look at Tottenham, Ericsson is a top, he's got to be one of the top players in his position in the, in Europe. And he's sat on the bench looking fucking miserable. Because he doesn't so know what's happening, where he's, he's going likely, what. He's likely to go. And Danny Rose is one of the best left-backs in Europe. And he's supposed to want to go as well. So... I think Spurs are likely to lose two players before the window shut. I, I think it'll be someone we don't expect. I, obviously, I can't say who because I'm not expecting it. But I think that might that might sounds like that you could do be know a talking something. point. No, 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 no. That could be a talking point. Um, have you seen that the Premier League managers have decided that they want the fucking transfer window moved back again? How it was? <sighs> There's going to be a meeting of Premier League clubs next week. I thought they were the cunts who said that it should well, yeah. end before the season I, I starts. I thought they were as well, and now they've got the hump. Like uh, Pochettino's got the hump, fucking because you know half his team well, are going to leave. Point. Do, yeah. do you think? Here's, here's a theory. Do you think that Sky have got so much power? Over, I mean, as far as I understand it, and that I've heard from people within, you know, the footballing world. Oh yeah, right. Sky effectively run the Premier League. Jesus, right. The fixtures, everything, everything that happens, right? Sky are, are really the ones in Pulling charge, the strings. right? Because they're the ones who pay the money. Yeah, it's all all the money comes from them, so they they're the ones with all the power, really. The the Premier League don't, the, you know, the organisation called the Premier League is fucking meaningless, right? Mm. It's you know, Sky say jump, they say how high, yeah, and you know, fair enough if you were paying that amount of money, but the um. I think that because their schedules depend not only on showing the live action, but also filling Sky Sports News and all of that coverage they do with Gary Neville and, yeah. you know, the phantom gobber Jamie Carragher every weekend, <laughs> all of that chat, right? They need talking points. Yeah. And it's almost as if... So you're saying the managers, one minute they want the transfer window earlier, then they're immediately saying they want it late. It feels to me that someone somewhere is contriving talking they've been, points. They've been told to think that, have they? Or they've been told I to say that? Yeah, because if not, they're going to run out. It's all very well. We've got the games, but the games aren't enough, 
right? Mm. Most games are fucking boring. The majority of football is boring. We've said this before. That's why the good bits are so good because you've had to sit through so much shit waiting for it, right? Are we saying that it's like the Truman Show and the whole thing is scripted and then played no, out? No, I'm not not quite as the, my conspiracy theory isn't quite as elaborate as that. But I do think that there there are people who are thinking, what can we do? Uh, VAR will be good because yeah. if we introduce that, people are getting bored of just talking about normal refereeing mistakes because we've been doing that for years. Let's let's introduce a sort of a um, a, a computerized video system yeah. that is fallible. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And that will give us loads to talk about. That's what I think. I think there's a head of talking points who's a secretive mm. shadowy figure in the depths of Sky TV who contrives these sort of stories and controversies and leaks them out through various I, channels. I think it's good that we've managed to make talking points into a talking point. I think we've gone to a new go. level there with that, so that yeah. was good. Any predicted talking points, uh, send them in yeah. before Monday on the Twitter. This is it! fan knows it's the goals that really stay with you thanks to their juddering emotional impact in the new life goals podcast football fanatics like paul hawksby kevin day nick hancock and andy dawson relive the eight defining goals of their lives and reflect on what was happening at the time as it all comes flooding back the reason i've chosen this goal is it was probably one of the seminal moments of my life like a good football match it veers from the poignant that goal it was almost like a dam bursting and i cried like a baby for five minutes to the joyous i went on the pitch and so did my mum and dad (laughs) so you know if that doesn't tell you something (laughs) and there's music too i mean i was into the sex pistols when i was five theo life goals with me theo delaney is brought to you by the producers of top flight time machine subscribe now to ensure you get each new episode on release this is it you were going to talk in the last episode about your brother Cass and holiday boozing yeah I'm on holiday with Cass it's all inclusive <gasps> and uh, he's he's really fucking making the most of it the food and drink is all inclusive there's a lot of different bars and obviously the French they'll just have they'll sip at a little glass of pink wine round about 11am <laughs> some of them <laughs> and uh, you know they'll give their kids the kids get you know m- you know the English kids there's a cereal section for them the French kids all eat like goose liver and wine cereal for their breakfast section. yeah and they give them like a, a cigarette yeah and uh, and then they send them on their merry way to shit in the swimming pool of course Cass is fucking absolutely he's hitting the beer can I just say can morning. I just say before you go any further imagine how much shit would be in the pool if the kids were eating goose liver Fuck it out. So maybe maybe they're doing it right. Yeah, maybe so. But there, maybe. they um they go they go over Cass's Cass is hitting the beers by the pool about about ten ten thirty. Okay. Uh after breakfast. Then he'll he'll ca- carry that on through till lunch. At lunch he he gives the wave to the waiter and he goes Van Blanc right <laughs> And uh, the way it comes over, bottle up free, free. Of course, it's almost it's like inclusive. the more you can, the, the more you've already paid your money. You yeah. paid it last year. We put a deposit down last year. The more you consume, the more money you're actually making. So you could almost end up in profit. Yeah, metaphorically. See what I mean? Of, yeah, yeah. 
So he goes, Van Blanc comes over. There's 11 of us at the table. He basically drinks the whole thing himself. <laughs> and then he keeps going. Um, and, you know, he seems to be having a lovely time. Jalapeño. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Jalapeño. What I've noticed him doing is... Um... I know I was thinking this could be a good subject for the cunters to get in touch about, which is banter cul-de-sacs. Yeah. So what he does is he does what a lot of dads do on holiday, <clears throat> which is they will think that they're impressing their kids and demonstrating to their kids how one acts when they become a confident and sophisticated adult yeah. by engaging in confident, jokey conversation with a waiter or waitress. Oh, right. right? Yeah. yeah. This, is, this is the sort of thing that dads will do right I don't go in for it much because I know for a fact that my kids particularly my daughter hate it <laughs> if I start trying to chat too much to people right yeah um, but my brother he really likes doing it and I've noticed that he starts to do it because I think he thinks it's yeah like I say he thinks it's sort of fun and demonstrative of like confidence and sophistication but then he he hit he hits there's a bit of a language barrier he can't really speak french their english isn't the best and he hits banter cul-de-sacs mm. so one guy seemed quite a senior guy in the compound comes by goes bonsoir everyone are you having a nice time and we've all kind of gone you know giving him the vibe of yeah, fucking fine, mate. Keep walking. I'm imagining right. him as Fred from First Date. Is that all right? Yeah, fine. <laughs> and you're sort of like, keep fucking walking, pal. We're, we're all right. Yeah, we're fucking fine, keep, thanks. Keep the fucking chips coming. <laughs> we'll be fucking fine as long as you keep those fucking chips Chip, frying, chips yeah? Chips and lager. And, <laughs> and keep the fucking shite out of the pool, right? <laughs> or I'll be fucking speaking to your gaffer about a serious fucking refund. No fucking right. much to ask, is it? <laughs> keep the shit out of the pool keep the beer fucking flowing and keep the chips keep in the, the deep fat off. fucking fryer <laughs> now fuck off and stop trying to make conversation my brother's gone to him oh bonjour because of course Cass has been dr I mean by this stage in the evening early evening cocktail hour uh, you know he's he must have had about 20 drinks right so <laughs> Since morning, he's had about 20 so, drinks. He's feeling friendly. So he, he's feeling friendly. So he's like, I'm thinking, keep walking, cunt. Right, <laughs> we're having a good time here. Last thing we need is you coming over. Right, but no, Cassie's all like, I'm going to engage. And he's like, oh, bonsoir. 
how are you? And he's doing he's doing that thing where he speaks English but in a French accent, thinking that'll be better. How are you? Good. Your drink. Your drink. Uh, what is that? That is interesting. And the man goes, oh, well, what it is, is it, it is tonic water with uh, something that we call, oh, comment c'est ça. Oh. And he's trying to think of the word, and he's giving a French word. My brother doesn't understand it. My brother goes to him, it reminds me of the mouthwash you get at the dentist, right? Because it was a lilac drink. And the bloke goes, uh, pardon, the, the, the mouthwash, dentist? He goes, yes, you know, when you go to the dentist, dentist, and he's like suddenly miming a dental procedure, right? And he's going, oh, we, 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 dentist, dentist, because it's, it's your drink, it's like the mouthwash. And I'm listening to it, and I mean, this is going fucking nowhere, right? It's going to take you ages for the bloke to fucking understand what it is you're referring to. And then, when he eventually does... It's not going to be amusing anyway. And it's not going to... Where are you going to go? And what I thought was, I've turned to his son, Fred, and I've gone, what your dad is engaged in here is heading down a banter cul-de-sac. <laughs> right? He started... He does. He won't quit, right? But he doesn't realise he's got nowhere it's to go. Nowhere. Right? Even if he successfully makes himself understood, mm. in many ways, that'll make it worse. He's brought right? dentistry into it. Where does he go from there? Nowhere. I know. <laughs> mouthwash. And in the end, the bloke's gone, sure enough, oh, yeah, mouthwash, you get a dentist. That's what my drink looks like. Fine. Very good. See you later. Move on. Thanks for nothing. You just waste... <laughs> That's five minutes of my life I won't fucking get back. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid English bastard. <laughs> so... I th- I just thought banter cul-de-sacs. We've all been in them. Mm. Some people get into them more than others, um, and he's been running into a lot of them. He's he's not. I suppose that he's dulled his senses a lot because that'll happen with an all-inclusive open yeah. bar. Yeah. So he's not at his sharpest. You can, We've also been. You, you, you can get into a banter cul-de-sac when you've got a tradesperson round, and you feel yes, as though you're obliged to make small talk that goes beyond. Would you yes. like a cup of tea? You can yeah. you can get into football if you like, but then once you start yeah. getting into you know current affairs and things like that, you'll find that they could be horrifically uh, you know opposite to your own views. Intolerant, yeah. Uh, and Intolerant then, views and that then you can't really you relate to. You don't want to, to challenge them, so you, the, the cul-de-sac. They fuck with your house. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'll give you another example of a different sort of banter cul-de-sac, more like the one you're talking about which is where it you think it's going to be bantankerous and fun, mm. but it quite quickly turns nasty. <laughs> so I told you on the previous show about this young lad when we went down to try and play the five-a-side, yeah. right? And uh, anyway, the French guy, one of the French guys organising it, one of the people who work here, he comes over, and he's Len is wearing a West Ham T-shirt. Yeah. Because... I'm the sort of cunt who will dress his kid up in colours for the whole week. Me too. To, you know, yeah. So, he's wearing a West Ham t-shirt and this French bloke comes over and he goes, ah, oh, West Ham. And, and then goes, yeah. And he goes, I don't like, I don't like, bad team. Ooh. And I go, and Fr- Len's looked at me like, what the, f- what the fuck, hell? Cunt- is this cunt, what, is he Millwall? Right. <laughs> and I've gone, yes, I am Millwall, oh, really? fuck you. Yeah, he goes, Millwall motherfuckers, I got you. <laughs> French Millwall. And everyone else is Millwall too. Get ready to die. Right. He goes, uh, he goes, um, I like Liverpool, right? Mm. So I go, oh, all right. I go, uh, look, the leather. And then, and then I go, and it, I said, 
the, the, the silly English kid, right, goes, well, West Ham Arms, bad club, immediately patronise him, right? West Ham Arms, bad club, very nice stadium. And I've gone straight away. I've just fucking, I've seen red, right? I've dropped any, any semblance of English charm and I've ruined it straight away. I've gone, I've gone, yeah? And the best fucking fans in Europe. <laughs> and then the French geezer's gone, I sing not, my team is Liverpool. We have the best fans in Europe. And I've gone, Fred Leinster there thinking, Dad's acting a bit weird. I've gone, oh yeah, oh yeah. You've been to Anfield recently. It's full of fucking tourists, mate. You like, probably yeah. have. <laughs> I said, it's full of tourists. He goes, I said, who are you supporting next season? Whoever wins the Champions League again. <laughs> he goes, ah. I have supported Liverpool. I've been supporting Liverpool since 2005. I went, oh, oh yeah. there's they a won the Champions League. The last fucking time they won the Champions <laughs> League, right? I go, don't worry about that, mate. You come to Liverpool West Ham, you see which set of fans sing the loudest, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Suddenly, some other cunt behind me, there's another English guy's rocked up. He's wearing those sort of Oakley wraparound sunglasses oh, that the cricketers Jesus favour. Jesus Christ, yeah. So straight to me, yeah. that is one of my key cunt indicators. Cunt. Yeah, yeah. That, that is always, always been to me. Anyone who wears those type of sunglasses, you think, cunt, yeah. right? So, he's got, so I've spun round. I've heard this cunt pipe out. It later turns out he's a Fulham fan. He's gone, um, well, I have to say, fan. I support Fulham. But given the choice between joining in a chorus of "You'll Never Walk Alone" or "Bubbles," I think I'd choose. I think I'd choose "Never Walk Alone" anytime. So I've turned fucking around. At this stage, I've lost it. I've fucking spun around on him. <laughs> I've gone. I've literally gone to him. Where did you come from? <laughs> he went. Well, I just. I'm not saying anything. I'm just. Uh, I'm a Fulham fan. I said, "Oh yeah, figures." Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Then, like, Len sort of pulled my hands if, say, let's walk away. So I've leave walked it, away Dad. to another bit of the pitch, thinking, I'll leave it. I've heard the fucking Fulham fan in the sunglasses mutter to the other English kid, hmm, they haven't had a decent team since Joe Cole and Frank Lampard played for them. <laughs> well, I fucking turned and marched back Spun over round. to him. I went, I hope you're talking about Chelsea. And he went, no, I was talking about West Ham. I said, yeah, I fucking heard you. I said, well, let me tell you, Frank Lampard was shit when he played for West Ham, which was, a, <laughs> by this stage, I was locked in a very, I don't know if you called it a banter cul-de-sac or just a fucking massive banter uh, disaster. I, I'd call it a it banter. It was a, a, a banter tornado whirling it around. Because it had lost all wit, all yeah. charm, all sense of fun. I just started fucking. I was flailing at. Metaphorically speaking, I was just throwing punches left, right, and centre at anyone. It, it's a banter tornado whirling around and sucking in anything near it into its vortex. That's what it is. Fucking hell! Luckily, they didn't let me and Lem play, so yeah, we fucked off. I wonder why. Yeah, yeah. good. I don't want to play in your shit game. Good, good. TTFN, dickheads. Good work there, forty-four-year-old Sam Delaney. And, uh, <laughs> late, later but on I will in the say, evening, I will say. Violet Cray would have been so proud of you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I had the voice of Violet Cray in my head. You're not going to stand there and let them badmouth you like that, are you? A fucking Frenchman, a French scarcer. Can you think of anything worse than a French scarcer? A posh Fulham fan taking the piss out of the East End. 
In French scouser, you don't know whether he's going to pinch your bird's ass or nick your fucking hubcaps. <laughs> Probably both at once. <laughs> then fucking cunty boy turns up from Fulham. What's he going? How'd you get here? Did you fucking row it up a river, you cunt? <laughs> right. In the evening, just one last word on the conduct of Cass. In the <laughs> evening, there was, there's a right fucking moody Frenchman. And he's there with his wife. And he's in the wrong place because it's a family place. It's noisy. It's knockabout. If you sit near me and my family in the evening for pre-dinner-like pre drinks, right, yeah. with the open bar, it's going to be noisy. Yeah. But you don't have to sit near us. We've purposefully gone in a, in a, in a separate corner to most people, right? Yeah. But there's Good. 11 of us and every, everyone's talking loudly and having a laugh. This cunt, he keeps fucking turning round, right, and doing the old... Gallic kind of sneer looking us up and down and it and it gets worse and worse through the evening and he's sighing and he's shrugging his shoulders yeah. and he's he's making it obvious he's got the ump with us yeah. and I'm thinking oh whatever a few of us have spotted it and I thought what I'm not going to do is mention it to Cass yeah. because like I say Cass has had at least 20 drinks so far today he seems to be having a nice time but if I make him aware of a French man being irritable and a bit arrogant evening. with us, it'll spoil the evening. <laughs> so that was it. so all I did was I nodded at the bloke a couple of times as if to say with my eyes, I know you're annoyed, mate, but we're not going to shut up. So like it or lump it, mm. right? I thought that's enough. But by the next night, Cass had found out someone oh. had fucking accidentally leaked the fact that there was a snooty French cunt. And Cass uh, insisted on us telling him which one it was. <laughs> I pointed him out, right? And the guy was sat near us again the next night. So I'm thinking, mate, you know what it was like last You've night. You've learned nothing. Why sit near us again? If you want a quiet night, don't sit next to the big fucking table of 11 English people. Right? So next thing I thought, I hope he doesn't do anything. My wife said, oh, why did you tell Cass? He doesn't need to know. <laughs> next thing I know, about 20 minutes later, I've heard, I thought, where's Cass? I've heard... Bang, crash, wallop, right? <laughs> and Cass has sort of, he's gone off somewhere and on his way back, he's decided to do a massive detour so he can squeeze past the table of the snooty French guy and his wife, right? But, like, in order to do it, he's had to squeeze through a load of other furniture and it's all gone knocking, bang, crash, wallop, wallop, until he gets right up to the bloke's table and stands all wobbly. He looks at the French bloke. French bloke looks up at him from a sitting position. Cass sort of looms over him and goes, Bonjour, ça va? And the bloke goes, ça va bien, ça va? And Cass goes, yeah, bien, right? Then he gives him a little wink like that. And then he walks over to me and I go, and I've, he doesn't know that I've witnessed and listened to the whole thing. And I go, oh, what happened with that bloke? And Cass went, we won't have any more problems from him. I just alpha mailed him. <laughs> I alpha mailed him. What? I said, what'd you fucking do? Beat your chest? <laughs> he went, don't worry. There'll be no more looks from him now. <laughs> He's been alpha mailed. <laughs> Savah? Yeah, I bet you fucking are Savah, mate. Uh, did you have any more problems with him? No, he's still hanging around. I'm starting to think that maybe he kind of... I don't know whether it... Uh, at lunchtime, he came and sat right near our table. So I'm thinking, it's like he's seeking us out now, the yeah. mad bastard. Maybe he likes it. Probably a pervert. You know what they're like. Yeah, we'll see how that develops over the weekend. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I've got, like, we've got quite a few more days here <laughs> yeah, yet. Yeah, exactly. 
Good stuff. Uh, we'll leave it there. I've got some quick news without news if you fancy that. Great. I'll bring this to an end. Here we go. Uh, sex robots with coding errors prone to violence, including strangling humans. Ah, eight and a half. Ooh. Psychotic seagull hell-bent on revenge after failing to steal children's TV star sandwich, defecated and vomited on his car. Ten. And I I think I saw this, but a different headline. Who who was the person? I don't know. I don't click on these things. I'll just get the headline. Okay. Finally, right. man so drunk he tried to call an Uber on his e-cigarette. <laughs> a nine. It would get a ten, but it's one of those ones where the story's all there, really. It's all there. It really is. Plus, Brilliant. I mean, it's not that exceptional. We've all done fucking weird shit like that when pissed, yeah. haven't we? Well, that's a nice Tried image. Tried to use your shoe. Tried yeah. to take your shoe off and try to fuck it, that sort of thing. Well, I uh, don't know about that, but yeah. Uh, yeah, right, okay. just forget I said that. All right, thanks everyone. We'll be back after the weekend. We might be back in Britain by then. TTFN. Au revoir, dickheads. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.